Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. Goodyear's acquisition of Cooper, which was finalized last month, is one of the biggest stories to hit the tire industry in many years. Today's guest, John Healy, is one of the foremost experts on both companies. John, who is a managing director at North Coast Research in Cleveland, Ohio, follows Goodyear and Cooper very closely as part of his daily work. He's going to discuss what he believes will be next for Goodyear, including the integration of Cooper's brands into Goodyear's product lineup, thoughts about manufacturing, and more. If you're a Goodyear dealer or a Cooper dealer, this is a can't-miss interview. And by the way, John also writes MTD's monthly Your Marketplace column, another can't miss. So let's get to it. John Goodyear recently announced that it finalized its acquisition of Cooper. And I think the big question on everybody's minds right now is what's next? Yeah, great great, great question. Um, I think maybe a little bit of a deep breath. I think that's what's next for uh, Goodyear. Um, The pace at which they closed this acquisition was truly impressive and surprisingly quick. Uh, Goodyear made the announcement of the transaction, I believe back in February. And it took probably 15 weeks for get it to, to get it to close. Um, to me, that was an amazingly efficient time. Other transactions, which I've witnessed and observed, it's taken longer periods to, to close less complex businesses. So the fact that they were able to close this acquisition in, in, in 15 weeks time, um, I think is faster than expected and, and pretty remarkable. Um, additionally, this is a big acquisition, two and a half billion dollars of, of capital um, Goodyear's putting to work to to, uh, to make this deal happen. Um, so the planning and diligence um, that needs to take place here um, can't be happening too fastly. Um, so I, I, I think that they're gonna probably take a step back and try to assess what makes sense to create long-term value. And I think the current environment in which we're in um, is pretty unique. Um, there's shortages of product throughout the industry. Raw material pricing continues to move pretty dynamically. Prices of tires um, you know, continue to change and evolve with what seems like a, a weekly price increase by different manufacturers. Um, and then really the consumer's a little bit different and how the consumer is adapting to a world where they might be working from home and how they're accessing mobility um, is pretty dynamic right now. So I think, I think Goodyear probably wants to take a little deep breath and figure out, okay, what is the right long-term approach to having this business? What is the true level of replacement demand that's going to be taking place um, in the U.S. tire market, what's happening with OE production? So I think they they probably want to see some of these factors become a little bit more um, what I would quote would quote say normalized and a little bit more um, truer before they make kind of long term decisions about the uh, about the uh, Cooper business. Um, additionally, I think that when you look at what's happening in the U.S. replacement business, it seems to us that there's shortages of shortages of volumes. And tire plants are basically producing a ship, and the demand side of things is, is pretty robust. So even if Goodyear wanted to make what I would call, quote unquote, call dramatic changes to the Cooper portfolio quickly, um, it might not be the right time to do it because there's just a lot of constrained, constrained activities and constrained nature happening in the production side of the business that it might not make sense for them to uh, act too boldly right now. Um, but all that being said, we still view the opportunity as pretty rich. Um, at recent investor conferences and communications we've had with Goodyear, um, the commentary on core cost synergies of $165 million achieved over the next two years um, has been unchanged. They've, they've continued to commit to those, those uh, milestones. 
Additionally, they've talked to additional savings from working capital and tax benefits. Um, so the opportunity set has, it, it continues to be rich, um, but I think they're gonna take a deep breath. I don't think they're gonna make dramatic changes before the end of the year. Um, and I think they're really gonna take some time to study production and distribution uh, before they make really what I would say um, structural changes to the business. Yeah, the, the Cooper acquisition gives Goodyear three more consumer tire plants in the U.S. and almost 100,000 additional units of consumer tire capacity. Long-term, looking down the road, do you expect to see any plant closings, production reallocations, anything of that nature within Goodyear's now expanded footprint? Yeah, you know, I think at a surface level, my answer would be yes. Will it happen soon? I don't think so. Um, you know, two years is kind of the time frame that they've targeted to achieve a lot of their organizational cost savings. And they've yet to publicly comment on what I would say manufacturing or distribution relationships. Um, so, so those things are, I think, still to be decided. And I think, um, you know, said another way, I think they're still figuring it out. There's a certain level of diligence you can do on a company prior to acquiring them. And then there's a deeper level of diligence to do once you do acquire them. So I think they're kind of looking and, and trying to understand that opportunity now. So it'd be hard for me to say that the answer is no, they won't do anything. I think the answer that you say right now is it's to be decided. Um, but you know, with most acquisitions, there are plant rationalizations, there are capacity realignments. Um, and I'm of the view that capacity realignments is probably more of what I would expect out of the Goodyear Cooper transaction than what I'd say US plant capacity reduction. Um, I think Goodyear plants, you know, um, the legacy plants, some of them are probably a little bit more dated than they'd like. And Cooper gives them a chance to um, maybe move things around and redraw the distribution. I'm sorry, re re redraw the manufacturing process. Um, additionally, um, you know, what Cooper is doing was doing very well, growing fast in markets that Goodyear wanted to be a bigger part of. They wanted to be bigger in the light truck market. They wanted to be uh, bigger in the SUV market. They wanted to have a strong presence in the value side of things. Um, that you know, their biggest customer, we believe, is good uh, is, is Walmart. Um, Cooper was just getting into Walmart and doing some things there. So where, where Cooper was finding success, I think, are all areas that Goodyear wanted to find success with as well. Um, so I think redrawing manufacturing probably makes sense than shrinking manufacturing, and that's what I would expect out of these guys over time. You know, another big question is how will Goodyear integrate Cooper's brand portfolio into its overall product screen, both on the consumer side and the commercial tire side. Uh, you know, with the Cooper acquisition, Goodyear gets five completely new brands, the Cooper brand, of course, which plays in both light truck and passenger, but also the Mastercraft and Starfire consumer brands, and then two light truck specific brands, Mickey Thompson and Dick Cpex. Then on the commercial truck tire side, the acquisition brings to Goodyear two additional medium truck tire brands, Cooper's namesake brand, and it's very successful Roadmaster brand. Where do you see all of those brands fitting into the Goodyear portfolio over time? Yeah, I think that's an area of potential. Uh, when we look at, at Goodyear um, and we look at Cooper, you know, to, from our perspective, Goodyear is a very strong premium brand. Um, Cooper, we view as a very strong mid-tier value-oriented brand. Um, and I think historically, Goodyear had strong brands in the value segment of the market with Dunlop and Kelly. Um, but you know, there's probably a lot of reasons for it. Those brands kind of faded over the last decade or so. 
Um, and I think it kind of left them with a void in the middle of the market. And due to the fact that those brands didn't have as much cachet as they used to have, um, Goodyear had to use the Goodyear brand to compete in the value segment of the market sometimes. And I think it, it, it caused the Goodyear brand itself to lose some price integrity and, and brand integrity that maybe were more aligned with the, the Goodyear organization from you know 25 years ago. So I think this Cooper acquisition gives them a mulligan of sorts where they can use these brands that Cooper has done well with and, and, and align those in the middle of the market and potentially kind of reinflate the Goodyear brand to more what I would say historical alignment with what I would say the premium aspect and the premium manufacturers, the Michelins, the Bridgestones. Um, so I think this acquisition gives them a chance to, if they do it well, um, to reposition the Goodyear brand to the high end, maintain and introduce this Cooper product into the value market, and in essence, kind of stratify the pricing and the brand integrity um, of, the, of each of their offerings, and at the same time, strengthening the overall portfolio that, that Goodyear has. So that's our hope um, of the acquisition. You know, I'm sure that they will look at some of these unique lines, whether it's a Mastercraft or Starfire, and and figure out, you know, specifically to them how to how the brands are interplayed. But um, at a high level, we would say, you know, this is this is an opportunity for Goodyear to move Goodyear back to kind of kind of competing with the legacy tier one manufacturers, um, taking the Goodyear brand out of the middle and the lower end of the market. And, and using these value-oriented brands um, to compete and to be present there. And um, we're hopeful that um, that'll be the strategy going forward. John, do you have any insight into who will sell the Cooper brands? For example, will Goodyear make Cooper's brands available exclusively to its company-owned store network? Or will Goodyear's independent tire dealer network also have access to uh, the Cooper brands? And any thoughts there on the retail side? Yeah, I think it's early days. And um, I, I think at the end of the day, though, um, th there are some things that we can look at to give us a signal of, of how this might play out. And, um, you know, one thing that we get asked a lot by investors is, will Goodyear use Cooper product and, and make it available over the Tire Hub platform? And our expectation is yes. Um, I think when you when you think about Tire Hub, you know, that is not a, a, a partnership that Goodyear doesn't have a lot of say in. You know, they are a joint venture partner um, with one of their biggest competitors. And, you know, they have as much say as the other folks. Um, and there are some kind of what I would say, non-Goodyear Bridgestone oriented brands that are available in Tire Hub. You know, for instance, I believe Toyo is offered in some markets. Correct. And, Toyo, correct. So, so, so I think that there's, I think there's some elements that you could point to that saying, hey, if Goodyear wants to put Cooper into its distribution plan with Tire Hub, th they likely will be able to. Um, from our perspective, Tire Hub's pretty, um, pretty, pretty, pretty much a high priority item um, for the North America operations for Goodyear, meaning that um, they think it's very important to their future and, and pretty strategic in terms of how they distribute. So to us, it would be a little surprising that they wouldn't be introducing Cooper on that platform, you know, over the next 12 months. Um, we, you know, we think the, the bigger question is, well, will ATD be able continuing to work with Cooper going forward? Because Cooper had been growing its relationship with ATD pretty significantly. Um, and, you know, obviously that, you know, that was an area where, where Goodyear didn't feel that that distribution partner was, um, was part of their go forward plan. So 
to us, that that's more of the interesting thing to watch rather than the tire hub um, side of things. You know, as it relates to the independent tire network, um, you know, I think it'd be foolish for Cooper, I'm sorry, for Goodyear to not prioritize that channel. You know, I think um, it may not be the channel that's growing the fastest, you know, like the mass merchants are in, in, in some other areas, um, but it's still a very good source to margin and it's a pretty good um, loyal customer base. Um, so I think it's too big of a channel for Goodyear to not emphasize and to not put priority on as it relates to the Cooper acquisition. You know, when you look at the Cooper acquisition to us, it's not an acquisition of, we need to fix it to make it better. It's an acquisition of, this is a company that was doing incredibly well in areas of the market that we want to do better in. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be change a lot of what Cooper is doing um, and making it successful. I think it's, you know, maintain what Cooper's doing and, and hopefully learn some things and implement it across our platform and we become a stronger company going forward from there. Do you think Cooper products will be available through Goodyear's e-commerce platform? Yeah, I would see, I would, I would not see a reason why not. Um, you know, I think whether you're selling shoes or you're selling tires, e-commerce is, you know, probably in the top two or three things that your senior leadership teams are looking at and trying to figure out, you know, how do we be better there and, and, and how do we improve our positioning there? Um, so to, to think that the Cooper product wouldn't go into, you know, Goodyear.com or any sort of e-commerce partners that Goodyear is looking to establish deeper ties with, um, to us would just be silly. And, and, and when I think about it, you know, geez, I, it's been a while since I've looked at the market share statistics that you guys um, put out there, but I want to say Cooper is probably a four or 5% market share player on the replacement side. And, you know, Goodyear is probably in the low double digits. Um, Cooper is a brand that, you know, people recognize. It's a brand that has traction. Um, so to, to not put it into any channel that's growing to us would just seem, you know, like it lacked a, it, it lacked a lot of thoughts. So, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Definitely a missed opportunity, in other words, if that does not happen. Exactly. John, any other thoughts on moving forward, uh, Goodyear, Cooper together now as a combined entity, what to expect, when to expect it? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think the, uh, the, you know, the, the item that can't be underscored enough is that, a, you know, this is a really weird time, I think, for a lot of companies. Um, you have a consumer that's behavior was changed radically because of COVID in terms of um, how they buy, when they buy, and, and what's important to them to buy. Um, so I think a lot of companies are trying to figure out the consumption dynamics going mm -hmm. forward. Secondly, um, you know, the tire business is always a dynamic one and the raw materials and pricing and inventory levels, whether it's replacement or OE, are kind of are strange right now. Um, so making what I would say dramatic changes to how you build tires or how you sell tires in 2021 might be a dangerous thing to do in our view, um, just because what the normal level is going forward and then adding to the stress and complexity in your business right now when you know industry inventories and industry production levels are, are on, the, on the leaner side, it might not be the right strategy. So you know, from our perspective, we wouldn't be surprised if Goodyear took a little bit of a deep breath and it decompressed, evaluated the business a little bit more before they made certain strategic changes. Secondly, um, you know, what they've earmarked is a two-year period after closing. Um, to us, which signifies that, you know, there probably is a little bit of a level of um, studying that needs to be done here before dramatic changes um, do take place. You know, what we see for Goodyear going forward, e-commerce, 
you know, more aligned and controlled distribution. We don't think those things change with Cooper. Um, so I think those things remain priorities. Um, and I think that, you know, things like TireHub or Goodyear.com, um, those items are, um, are going to probably get the, get the lift from, 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 uh, from Cooper. Um, you know, going forward, you know, the biggest questions we ask ourselves is um, what's the competitive response? Does Goodyear have a, you know, success with the, the Cooper transaction? Does it make tire company A feel like they need to do X or tire company B feel like they need to do Y? Um, secondly, we think, you know, it, it bears to be told yet what will happen with the ATD relationship. Um, so th- those are the things that we're watching for. Well, obviously, John, still a lot of unanswered questions. This is a huge story, which we'll continue to cover, track, and monitor as it unfolds. And at some point in the future, we'd love to have you back on our podcast to discuss the next chapter in the story. But want to thank you for your time and all of your insight today. Really appreciate you carving time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. And don't miss John Healy's next column in the July issue of MTD. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.